Oh, um, were there any scenes in the show that you, like, really, really wanted to be in as Megan? Like, you wish that she'd been written into? Oh, I mean, I wasn't on stage for Zach Smith, so that was always just something I'd hear through the uh, speaker in the dressing rooms. Because, um, I'm, yeah, I'm sure that would have been a hoot. I'm sure Nick would have really uh, <laughs> messed around with me <laughs> on stage. Um, by the way, Nick and I are starting a podcast as well. So I'm, I'm going to drop that here. Um, it's okay. called You Gotta Try This. And we just try whatever our guest wants us to try. And we um, essentially shoot the shit about it. So there you go. I'm very excited to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Lift Up Your Cups. Today we have a very special guest gotta let her into the room real quick because we have a time limit so um we have julianne earls aka the original megan jones um and she's gonna answer some questions and talk to us for a little bit so yeah hello Hi. Hi. how's it going good So we just did our intro, so we're just gonna like jump right in because we've got a limit, which is really great. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Forty-five um, minutes. <laughs> yep. The very first question is, what is your favorite Zach Smith scene? Being in the original cast, you've seen a lot of them, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess the one, um, the one that comes to mind, and uh, is that when we were at the Electra. Uh, you know, we had those um, uh, styrofoam birds that Zach would crumple up and then they'd turn into a, a bird on stage. One time Nick like put it like in his crotch or something and then like he unzipped his fly and this bird popped out. That that was one that was pretty memorable. That was memorable and as, as well, many, many cast members have said this, but uh, Jennifer Buckets is a famous one because... <laughs> Um, it's when there was a leak in the ceiling and uh, Nick turned, we had buckets on the stage and then turned it into a whole spiel that the buckets were actually used to be a person. I mean, it was, it was great. It was great. Awesome. Jennifer Bucket stories always get me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. And I think what's even sillier is that he'd bring it up like in other shows to which the audience is like, you know, if it was a lie, they were like, who's Jennifer Buckets? <laughs> but the cast on stage would know what that was about. Yeah. Okay, so next question. How long did it take to do the Megan makeup every night? Um, you know, it, it probably got down to, uh, I would need like at least 30 minutes. Like it would, and that, that would be me like speedily doing it. Um, but yeah, there, you know, there was a couple of shows where like, for a reason, like I, I got to the theater late or something and like, it was a dash to like, put it all on and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's your favorite line that Steve Stout came up with that you had to say at the end of the show? Oh, that was always torture because I'm there on stage and, um, <laughs> I'd hear him say the line and I'm sure he sees me there holding my place but just like cursing him in in, in my head uh, knowing that I would have to say whatever he, he just said. He would do many things, probably one that was um, 
the most torturous is if he turned into a song or something like he'd just be like snakes 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 oh baby snakes 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 and other versions of that and then when i'd have to say it later once again the audience is like huh <laughs> uh yeah that's awesome <laughs> so megan has a lot of like phases in the show where she tries to fit in like the other houses which one was your favorite Oh, oh, that's fun. Um, definitely smarts, because I think that's kind of like that, that that's the most um, seen and like drawn out compared yeah. to the Braves or, or the snakes moment. Uh, and it's just kind of cu cute to see her like try to be really brainy. <laughs> and it really shows her age as well in that moment. Yeah, I love the like blue glasses too. That was a great touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Very fun. Um, if you could play any other role in Puffs, who would it be? Um, we've gotten this question before, and I think at the time, I, I think I said Susie Bones, and I think I'll still hold to that. That could be really fun. That could be a fun yeah. part to play. Yeah, she's a great character. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite song on the soundtrack? Um, probably, uh, Ride That Centaur is just such a classic. Song for the ages. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, what is your favorite line or moment in the show? Oh, man. Um, hmm. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to reduce it to one line. I would say that as an actor, the the moment that was the most fun or kind of like dynamic for me to do is the scene between Oliver, Megan, and uh, and Wayne when they're kind of meeting for the first time, when they become friends for the first time. There's so many moments to hit. It's kind of like. Uh, the most, you know, challenging in terms of, it's like I'm on a tennis court and I'm getting the ball here, I'm getting the ball here. Uh, so as an actor, that was always um, fun to try to nail every night to try to get all the colors of it. Uh, and then also, I think that's when we get to know Megan in a, in, a, in a really quick, concentrated moment. We learn a lot about how her behavior is, what her past is like, why she's so guarded, as well as her need to, as well as her need to really have friends. Um, yeah. And then, um, what is your favorite, like, besides Puff, what is, Puffs, what is your favorite of the other three shows in the Tetralogy? <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, uh, Puffs 3, like, there's a lot for grown-up Megan to do. And, and what a twist in terms of that last monologue of the narrators kind of coming from her. Like, I mean, I remember reading it for the first time when we did it live and I just was so blown away that uh, Matt gave me this moment. And of course, it's it's so meaningful for all of us as actors as well as cast members. The show means a lot to us and uh, uh, the cast means a lot to me. So uh, yeah. that was always a very meaningful moment. That entire scene at the end, oh, that I think I've, get really emotional every single time I watch like from that scene to the end of Puffs 3. It's just... <laughs> yeah, Ernie it's a good one. The part with Ernie and like all of the Puffs surrounding <laughs> literally made me sob. I was like, this is so sad. <laughs> yeah, and it was one of these things too where like reading it 
we're both cringing at how like Matt, how could you make Ernie the most um, vulnerable, sad character as an adult? Like we're both laughing and crying at the same time. It's 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 too much, too much to handle. <laughs> okay. Um. So Puff's, like, the rights have been released, which is really awesome. I'm actually in a production of it right now, and we're, like, socially distanced and wearing masks and stuff, so it's great. Um, but what advice would you give to someone who is going to be playing Megan in a production of it? Uh, I would say that uh, I think the, the key to Megan or what I found to be um, the most... Uh, drawing aspect of her is um that she's a little bit of everything actually when it comes down to it like she is the dark horse but finding all the colors within her that's what makes her that that ultimately is her journey in the show to realize that i can i can be whoever i want to be I actually don't need to fit any certain kind of mold um so i think uh i i hope that young actors, all actors, really explore more than just the dark horse aspect of her. I think she's, I think she's strong. I think she's tough and you kind of need that against Oliver. Like she can't be uh, um, a reed that just like, <laughs> I don't know, falls in the wind. Um, but she's, she's soft as well. Maybe like any fun like backstage stories. Like yeah. These things. Um, well, when we were at the Electra, on one side of the stage, on stage left, there was no way to exit. It, it was kind of like a closed thing. So like the only way to get there was to cross behind the stage. And so, but then that means like you, and, and you couldn't cross unless the doors were closed. Cause you know, we had those sliding doors. So like, it was very, we had to be very strategic in terms of like, when you could leave because you were trapped there essentially. Um, and so uh, there, I had a, a specific cross and uh, Steve and Ellie would sometimes like create obstacle courses for me or like they just be there like behind brooms. Like every time I went back there, they had kind of something new for me and that was always kind of silly fun. And, and I say that moment is only one of the many things that happened backstage between all the cast members. We just kept the show really fun for all of us and lively and new and fresh just by like the backstage shenanigans yeah. constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is favorite of like the like different props because there's so much and it's all really fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this the snake, uh, Maddie's snake year two, the, you know, that it's the wand turns into a snake um or well i guess jesse really throws it um that was always i think like we had that prop since the very beginning and like again like it's all about like that it was so um <laughs> like cheap magic magic show props that like you know as a audience member you're like this is so silly because it feels it's not it's not a uh, cursed child or it's not like big budget props but like we're along for the ride because we get it and it's like kind of stupid and silly yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was that was a fun prop also um nick's um staff as well uh, as um um victor as vicky uh because actually like he really mastered how to use that and some other people after him or his understudies like we ended up just like cutting that 
prop from them because like it could could be really unwieldy but it was such a cool effect when he would do it um <laughs> so that there's so many there's i mean there's a bajillion gazillion props um the egg there, there's it's great i mean like maddie is a genius the egg is made of spoons <laughs> um you know it's great in that kind of same vein um what was your favorite costume in the show oh i mean it was so exciting when uh um, Maddie found that leather jacket, leather jacket for Megan as an adult. I was like, yes, yes, that's her. That is her, as well as her Robert Downey Jr. Uh, tinted sunglasses. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that's that. That's probably. There's, I mean, there's so many cool. Also, her her take on Nirvana, that that take on Nirvana shirt is really really fun. And again, like, all, all I'm gonna do is just um, praise all my cast members and uh, the designer, designers, which is uh, in one person, Maddie, you know, she was so smart in doing that because then it made it really cosplayable and like accessible. And it said so much again, like within one shirt of the, of the time period of her, it, it spoke to so many things. Um, that was fun. Um, I had, I had earrings. I had one earring that was a scissor and one earring that was like a, a black, uh, hoop with spikes like little details little details like that were were great for Megan. I also really love Megan's um Yule Ball outfit which I know it wasn't originally like this suit. Yes. Yeah yes. I thought that was really cool how that like changed. <laughs> yeah 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 no we had her in a dress early on and that was a moment where I was like this is the difference between me and Megan where like I probably wouldn't wear a suit to the ball um, but Maddie's like, I don't think this is right. And I'm like, yeah, I know you're right. I know you're right. And so, uh, her wearing that was, and it's also very, um, Janice Ian from Mean Girls, like that kind of alternative, like, I'm not going to play into those gender roles, like, which is, I, I also would say that Janice Ian from Mean Girls was a huge inspiration for Megan as well. So. Well, tell me about you. Tell me about you both. Like, what, what draws you to Puffs? Like, why were you like, I got to start this podcast? Like, you know, we're all so flattered that you were so um, passionate about it that you're like, got to do this. Uh, you know, what, what, what started this? What sparked this? Like, we both really liked the show beforehand, and we didn't know many other people who knew about it. And one day we just had, I just happened to see one of Lillian's tweets about like something relating to Puffs and I was like oh my gosh yes I love Puffs so much and then we started talking and after a while we were like we really just want to get out all of our thoughts about Puffs because we just have a lot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> lots and lots of thoughts bubbling up in there. <laughs> oh my gosh have you guys seen um have you both seen I need to find it we were absolutely aghast and, and our jaws were on the floor uh, I think I think they follow you as well um she kind of did this whole uh tweet tweet thread of like this almost like a fan fiction of what she thought that yes. summer yes. like Molly, yes. I we were oh my god I texted the casting like I'm literally shook I'm shook <laughs> by this <laughs> this okay. uh I mean it, it was I was surprised. I was moved. I was, oh my goodness. We're, I mean, we're so, uh, 
we can't even, I can't even begin to express how um, delighted we are by how this show has grown and, you know, that people could, could continue to imagine the life outside of what is written. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always so uh, moved by those kinds of acts and uh, expressions. That's like another thing, like, how does it feel to know, like, how almost sudden it was, like, at one point, Pups just started getting bigger and bigger, and now so many places are doing, like, their own productions, and plus now, because everyone actually has seen Pups Free, we all know all of those are canon, too. Like, <laughs> because Matt's also a genius and is like, I will include everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, you say the word sudden, and yet it would so wasn't sudden. You know, it continues to grow. I, I guess, you know, when we started The Pit, um, what was so heartwarming about the show growing was that it was really truly by word of mouth. It was like people saw it and were like, you got to see the show. They come to it being, being a Potter fan. They leave it being a, a specifically a Puffs fan. Um, and so it spread by word of mouth. Also like a specific hypable article, which... Uh, Irvin has been a, a longtime fan of the show. Uh, and so between those things, then it grew from there. And then we brought it off Broadway. And once again, like it kind of like lasted for so long because people were just talking about it. Like it wasn't through anything major. It just was from like fan love and also people seeing it multiple, multiple times, which again, like yeah. as actors were like so blown away by or that people were coming to the show cosplaying. Like we just, these are things that was so unique as an actor because I've said it before, like I could play Hamlet, but no one's going to come to the show cosplaying as Hamlet. <laughs> um, so, you know, then it grew from there we did the film. And so it, it just like from these steps, it continued to grow. And now the rights are released um, and schools are doing it. But like we went to a, a, a convention out in Tacoma and Seattle and maybe 5% of the people there knew who we were. Like, so in that way, like, it's at the same time it's known and not known you know we're yeah. kind of like this little niche cult following uh but all the time uh it, yeah but it but then here and there little sparks uh come up from all over the world in terms of people who discover it or they find it and and that's really fun and i hope it continues to i mean just the schools alone kind of discovering it we're one of the top 10 plays done all around high schools and communities, which is so, I mean, that is more than the film, that really blows my mind. That really blows my mind. I think that whole, like, the niche thing that it's, it's kind of well known, but at the same time, there's, it's not like super well known, that it's still like pretty niche. I think that's another reason why we really wanted to like start this so we can talk about it more and hopefully get more people to look into it. Yeah. Plus I, Plus, it makes it a lot easier now for me to be like, hey, you should check it out because I can just be like, you can run it for like $5 on Amazon. And then if you really like it and you want to get into it even more, here's three more shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So I mentioned earlier that I'm in Puffs right now. And there are so many moments in the show when I like really struggle to stay in character. Were there any moments that were like that for you? Oh, of course, of course, all the time. Um, <laughs> again, like, I think what 
also made the show uh, work was that the camaraderie amongst the cast was was contagious to the audience. They could really feel us having fun. And so they felt like they could have fun and it wasn't like a serious uh, Broadway play that they got to like cross their legs and, uh, you know, be so formal about it. Um, yeah, I mean, again, like constant goofs within the, within the cast. Um, people saying things to each other quietly that just makes them break. Um, lots of, lots of just goofs on goofs. Jake would, uh, Jake was our um, male swing on the show and he was always a wild card because it was like, no matter what part he was playing, it's like, here we go. It's going to be, it's going to be a Jake show, which was always really fun, of course. But uh, you know, when he would uh, cover as Oliver and so I'm mainly acting with him the whole time, he would whisper things to me like, okay, I'll give it, I'll give a little example because I'll never forget it. Um, <laughs> so it's like the moment when we're um, walking up to do our little slow dance moment. And it happened to be Easter that day that he was covering. And throughout the show, he kept on repeating to me, like, he is risen. <laughs> like, as in Jesus is risen. And, like, I'm about to like put my arms around him. And he's like, he is risen. <laughs> constantly say things like that to me throughout and I'm like I'm supposed to be not do not laughing at you right now <laughs> oh Jake yeah so it's never ending never my ending. cousin says that all the time too um I actually had a show earlier today and I play Sally and others so I also get to play the dragon um and my friend plays Victor so he walked out and just stared at me for like a good 45 seconds. And then he jumps on my back and whispers the line, I must break you in my ear. And <laughs> he made me break. I was like, this was, it sent me. I, <laughs> I broke so hard on stage. That is so funny. Oh, I just remember the one other question I thought of. What was your like original reaction when Matt first started writing like the sequels and stuff, especially like, like, what was your reaction when you was just like, let's continue these stories. Let's keep going. Well, what was fun was when we also were at the Electra before we were at New World Stages, um, we kind of had different events more than just the show. Like we had wizard rock bands play after some shows and uh, we had these readings and things. Like it was just like more fan interaction and, uh, you know, again, like just another opportunity for us to goof around with each other. Um, but the readings were so fun because one, we usually would read them for the first, like if, if we were, if for the first one, that was all of us opening it and reading it for the first time. Like none of us had really read it prior. So like we're discovering what he wrote in the moment as, as we're reading it, which was fun. Um, but also like um, between, um, you know, riffing on, um, uh, Chris Child or um, the Fantastic Beast movie, like we would want, we would know what these things were before doing the readings. And like, besides us being puff characters and reading his, letting the story continue, like they're actually really fun comedies based on those things. Like, so us as adults, us as people were like, this is really clever. Like for me, I was like, this is really clever. There's a lot of really clever little things about it. Um, so that was always, Really fun. Around when you were about to leave and stuff, like originally, were there any like lines in the show? Because there's a lot of moments in the show, like people will think it's 
more like it's pure comedy stuff and like around the end it gets really emotional were there any lines in the show like around when you were getting close to leaving that made you get really emotional you know at that point i wouldn't say um um uh, sure I, i guess the line uh, toward the end in year seven when they're huddling up and um, um, it wasn't even like, I don't think it's mainly lines that Megan would say. It was like uh, Wayne and and all, all of us kind of coming together for that like last little huddle before we do the battle. Like probably that was kind of, because I'm looking at all of them, all of my friends, all of all of my cast members. Um, that that would probably be the moment, um, but but it's not so much of what Megan would say, honestly. And also at that point, I'd done the show so many times that yeah. it was more of like um, the stuff that was happening around those last days. Like uh, AJ made this um, video for me and Ellie uh, that had everyone singing a, a version of. Uh, good riddance time of your life that he wrote different uh, lyrics to that tune and like just like you know we, it was a surprise we saw it like that was very emotional um it was all the things around it rather than stuff in the show because i just like at that point it was less it was just like i'm doing the show yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and also again it's like almost like the other lines in the show really moved me like the narrator's last mo- like his main monologue at the end like that's yeah. always been a, a really and then that monologue was always very meaningful in terms of like we were performing the show in 2016 when you know th- things changed politically and people were really scared and um needing community uh and him saying like it's about doing the right thing even when you're scared like that was always very that was a monologue that really um had meaning in many different uh situations and, and times okay um another question is were there any like funny onstage mishaps that like stick out to you besides jennifer buckets which is truly uh legendary um <laughs> well um one time i didn't have for some reason, like I misplaced my wand or something, or like I didn't give Ellie my wand before, um, like during one of those, during the scene where it's me, Wayne and Oliver, and it's like our climactic moment and she's supposed to have the wands. Um, So like we both kind of realized it on stage and we had to, I I had to kind of subtly pass her my wand without anyone noticing, like that was, that was a, thing that could that was so easily to happen if you didn't have a certain prop or something or whatever um on stage mishaps i mean there was the show where ellie sprained her ankle and um anna had to come on mid-show she was in the audience watching the show (laughs) um so many live live things um there was a woman and, and on stage and off stage we had many many in the audience uh, I don't know, many an audience, I don't know what the word is, like craziness. Um, like there was a woman in maybe the second row who picked up her phone and went like, yes, no, I'm in a show right now. Like fully having a full on conversation that she was at a show, 
during our last show at the lecture, we definitely heard a baby in the back row. Someone brought their baby. Um, many, many, uh, <laughs> it, it was live. It was always live. I'll just put it that way. Oh, then this meeting has been upgraded by the host and now includes unlimited minutes. Oh, wow, I did not do anything. I don't know what happened. But... Yeah, I was actually just about to say, we're probably good with time. We asked enough questions and talked for a little while. So yeah. Well, great, great. Really Thank cool. you so much for joining us. This is really sure. awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> great. So, time. Yeah. <laughs>